For our message today, we're going to be looking to a very familiar passage of Scripture. It's the 23rd Psalm. The 23rd Psalm. And maybe you've had it memorized at some point in your life. You've probably heard it before. If you haven't heard it before, it begins with, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. So maybe that will bring that back into your remembrance a little bit. But we want to read it first and in its entirety. And then we want to come back and expound upon um, passages of it. So if you would, turn with me. Uh, for those in the congregation, it will be on the screen. <clears throat> but Psalms 23. And this is a psalm of David. A lot of the psalms were written by David, but this, this particular, uh, not necessarily all of them, but this particular one is a psalm of David. So, a psalm of David, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Our focus today is going to be on those first four verses. When we think about in this setting here, it talks about, we're talking about the Lord is my shepherd. So we think about sheep and shepherd, sheep and shepherd. So I think it'd be helpful if we kind of had that understanding of sheep and shepherd. Maybe you have been around sheep, maybe you have not. Some would say they're not real smart. Others will say they're smart. Uh, They're just as smart as some other animals. But sheep are diminutive in some respects. If I, as a shepherd, and I'm not a tall man, I'm you know, of probably average height, uh, depending on where you live, I might be tall, and where you live, I might be really short, I don't know. But sheep are usually something a little bit shorter. They might be shorter, they might be a little bit taller, but they're sheep. If you've been around sheep, they tend to move together a little bit. They, they might see well, they might hear well, they might smell well. Whatever they do well, they're alert and can get startled. And they'll get real close together for safety. And when you move, it's interesting to see them if they're doing a herd dogs or something like that. They're kind of moving these packs together. They're generally really close together. And that gives them some security. I'm told in some of my reading in preparation for this sermon that they can retain for a couple years the faces of other sheep. So they must build some friendships or relationships. I don't know how they did that study. You know, they said, okay, let me, uh, dear sheep, Mr. Sheep, uh, could you... Uh, list off my, uh, I've got, a, I got uh, a lineup here of six pictures. Can you tell me which one of these are your closest friends? I don't know if that's how they did this study, but supposedly they can recognize these relationships, you know, in these, in these groupings. I'm not saying they can't, you know, uh, uh, elephants have those kinds of capabilities, things like that, but these sheep also are very susceptible to danger. Coyotes, wolves, other things will come and 
eat a sheep. They're, they don't have a lot of uh, de- defensive mechanisms. I mean, a hog, a wild hog, you know, they have the tusk and can tear you. Um, cows are big. Sheep, a little bit smaller. They're, they're, they're kind of together. I don't know that they're all that fast. So they have to be alert and, and know what's going on. But they also, they graze and they get down close to the grass. And after they get done with the pasture, they need someplace else to get some grass. And they got to be taken places where they're safe. Uh, and that the, you know, the wolves, the coyotes won't come and get them or whatever the predator is. That's, so they need that safety. And because they're a little jittery at times, they, the loud noises is probably not... Can kind of stress them out. Can you kind of see yourself sometimes as, as a, a sheep, as it were, that you know things can you're vulnerable of some things and things can scare you. And but the nice thing about having a shepherd, if you're one of those sheep, is if if I'm the shepherd and you know if I'm down down here, I can only see so far. But the shepherd, I can see farther ahead than you can. I can see ahead of you, and I have the ability to defend you now. We'll find in here, we, we hear about uh, uh, the rod and staff. The rod and the staff. The rod is more like a club. The rod was not for the sheep. The staff was for the sheep. But the rod is more like a club. So you've got bears and, or wolves or coyotes or whatever it is. That's to beat off the predators with. The staff is to guide, to maybe instruct or to discipline the sheep as they stay together and take them down the different paths. So as we read this passage of Scripture, we can kind of be reminded of those aspects of a sheep and the shepherd, because sometimes you'll maybe see pictures of the shepherd carrying the sheep, you know, up on on their back or something like that, or caring for the sheep and trying to, uh, uh, try to help them through their situation. But leading them down the path, and if they're, uh, the New Testament talks about the sheep know my voice. And we have a uh, passage of Scripture that talk, and, and I believe it's in Mark. My sheep, they know my voice. They respond, they obey, but there's a song, my sheep know my voice and come at my call. If you're a sheep and you're listening to your shepherd and you follow, then the wisdom of that shepherd and the guiding of that shepherd and the foresight, meaning the shepherd can see farther than you can, you get those benefits. But if the shepherd says, hey, come over here, it's safe over here, I got some good green grass over here, and I got some nice water, and it's not that loud, burbling, loud, crashing water off the waterfall that makes you nervous. It's a gentle place you can be. Come over here. And if you as a sheep say, I'm not going over there, then you don't get the benefit of what the, sheep, the shepherd has from you, do you? So as we read this passage of Scripture, we then look in at these verses a little bit tighter, tighter and we come in with verse 1, and it says, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. That's a declarative statement. The Lord is my shepherd. See, that's a choice we're making. The Lord is my shepherd. I have determined that I am going to 
respond to the shepherd. I am acknowledging him and declaring him as my shepherd. That's a choice that I am making. He is my shepherd. I am choosing that when I hear him, that I respond to him, that I obey him. I am choosing to be submissive to his direction. I am choosing to allow his staff to guide me. I am choosing to allow his staff to correct me. And by doing that, I reap the security of knowing that he is looking out for me and that he is carrying the rod to beat off the predators. But it also means in the, in the middle of my challenge, in the middle of my difficulty, where I can't see over the next hill. I look around and the grass that I'm looking at, we've, we as a sheep have eaten it pretty far down. And the shepherd's like, we're going over there. Yeah, but I got, we, that looks dangerous. But see, the shepherd knows what's on the other side. The good shepherd, the Lord, Yahweh, knows what's on the other side. He, he knows there's security over there. And I, maybe you too, I can be a very nervous sheep. But it, when we say the Lord is my shepherd, it's a declaration of a decision point to allow him. But it's also now a point of comfort because, hey, the Lord is my shepherd. And since the Lord is my shepherd, that means he knows things. He's with me. He can protect me. He knows where the good grass is at. He knows where the water's at. He knows I need to rest. He knows he can. So it's both a declaration and a place of comfort. I shall not want. Still verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hmm. That actually is lack. I shall not lack. I shall not want. It's kind of the same thing, but I shall not lack. But I really want a new boat. I really want a new car. Are you saying that that means that I won't even have to worry about those wants, that God will supply those wants? No, no, no. It says, I won't lack. I won't lack. He's going to make sure I have protection and I have... The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or lack. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures. Now if I look at my, and then it continues, he leads me beside the still waters. I have translation notes in here. If you have a New King James Bible, like I'm reading from, you have these little numbers in there. But it's really, he leads me be, to, he makes me to lie down in pastures of tender grass. It's a new grass. Stuff easy for me to consume, right? That new grass. 
Not the grass that's in my yard right now. It's old grass that needs mowed. But no, it's that green grass, you know, that tender grass. It's, it's... And the second part, he leads me beside the still waters. Well, literally there, it's the waters of rest. I kind of think about that, you know, we... Um, now we have these sounds that people play, these uh, white noise is one type of them, but when people are trying to relax for sleep, sometimes a little burbling water in the background, just a light one, not, not, not the noisy ones. But the waters of rest, you knowing you've got that cool water, you've got something there, it's just waters of rest, the green pastures, the waters of rest. We need water, we need food, but those things of rest. Can you kind of picture that, that calmness, that peacefulness that can come? He restores my soul. That refreshing, that, uh, you know, sometimes you just need to kind of step away and, and get a, a renewing, a refreshing, a... I guess that what we call a respite. You know, sometimes we work all week and we're like, it's Friday, I made it to Friday just a little bit longer. Now I can get to the weekend, depending on how your work went that day and your place of work. It's the, it's, he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. I like in verse 2, and also it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me lie down. He, he, sets me, he makes me take a break a little bit once in a while. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He leads me about doing life the right way. The righteous way. A biblical way. You can't devoid how you live your life and say that on Sunday I do this and during the week I do something different. He leads me in paths of righteousness and doing things the right way, the correct way. It's pervasive throughout my life for his name's sake. That we might bring glory to him. Because he's the shepherd. He's protecting the flock and to protect his flock it doesn't look good on him if we're out there doing things that are destructive to us. So for his name's sake, he guides us in the path of righteousness, the path of holiness, the things that leads towards salvation, those things of goodness. If we submit to his guiding and his directing, for his name's sake, his name's sake, not mine, his name's sake. In this place of submission to God, we gain the comfort of He's guided me in ways that are not harmful for me, including guiding me in righteous ways because His name's on the line. He says He's going to protect us, but we have to live righteous. He is a just God. It's not just about protecting, but if we are His sheep, then we should reflect the shepherd. And if we're not reflecting the shepherd, 
then we're not his sheep, it would seem. If we're not following him, it says, my sheep know my voice. And if we're not obeying the shepherd, is he truly our shepherd then? So we have to declare he is my shepherd. I'm not just, hey, I'm part of the, the Christian crowd here. I'm part of the sheep. But I do what I want. No, if he is your shepherd, then you submit to his chastening. You submit to his guiding. And you submit to following him in paths of righteousness. Which means you just don't do everything that you do. Just because you want to do it. Don't say to God, don't you love me because you won't let me do this thing destructive? Today's definition of love is to condone everything you do. I don't, if I don't condone everything you're doing, I must not love you. That's not love. He loves us. He wants us to do that non-destructive thing. But for His namesake, we need to live in justice and unholiness as well. He leads me in the path of righteousness for His namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I walk through this difficult situation. As though I'm in a movie, or as though I'm watching, I don't know, I can think of it. There probably are several, but I'm thinking like Beauty and the Beast, you know, the cartoon one where she's going through the woods and, and there are all these tree limbs and everything and it's dark and the winds are howling. And, but you can probably think about what the shadow valley, the shadow of death feels like for you. But it says, I will fear no evil for you are with me. I'm not alone there. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, again, the rod and staff, the rod is for the predators and the staff is for the sheep. I find comfort in that I acknowledge that I don't know everything. If you look at my track record or maybe look at your track record, you're clearly, we, don't, we do some stupid stuff, right? I'm comforted in the fact that I have chosen a shepherd that knows all, that knows what's over the next hill, that knows where the comforting waters are, to know where the green grass is, and then all I have to do is respond to his staff guiding me, correcting me, and know that he has a rod, though, that can take on my predators. And that brings me comfort. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So who is your shepherd? Who guides your life? Now I... I am one of those that tend to have issues with being anxious at times. And that's when I start looking to me maybe more than I look to him. But if I really think about it, if he is my shepherd, 
He sees beyond what I can see. He can, he knows beyond what I can know. And it, it's beyond what I can even understand. And if I really trust him as my shepherd, then I'm going to, I can enjoy the pasture I'm in because I know he's, he knows where the next pasture is. And if I'm in that valley now, I can trust in him because I, he knows where the, how far it is before the next green grass and the next comforting water that I can rest on. He knows how far, and he knows how much strength I have to get there. And he knows if I'm going to need him to carry me a little bit to get me up to the next pasture. And he knows if I'm going to need a rest before I take that next hill or go through the next valley. And he knows, and even if it is the actual valley of death, well then, he's going to take me in to his presence if he is my shepherd. So in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, we read the scripture, but we need to remind ourselves, the Lord is my shepherd. So first we declare, the Lord is my shepherd, and then we take comfort in, wait a minute, the Lord is my shepherd. He is able to lead me. He is able to comfort me. He is able to see more than I can see, can I understand. So what in the world am I worried about? Well, what if people think that I don't, didn't get this done or I didn't get that done and then I've got to, go, I've got to go eat that grass and do that and go over here and, well, the Lord is my shepherd and he says, you're good where you're at. So that, has to, that needs to be enough. So what if God is pleased with me and no one else is? That's probably okay. What if God is pleased with me and I'm not pleased with myself? Then we ask God, help me. Help me to be okay with you being okay with me. Now it also means when the shepherd says, hey, you need to get back over and you're in the wrong path. We need to get in the right path. If we don't get in the right path then, yeah, there might be some consequences to that. You know, if you choose to run into the thicket or into the briars or you ever run into the woods or something and you run there and there's these thorns that grab your clothes and you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have got into this. And you're like, well, now how do I get out? If you go backwards, they've got you and you're in more thorns. You go forward, you're in more thorns and you're like, I wish I wouldn't have went this way. So then we have to say, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't let you shepherd me, so I need some help. And he can reach in with his staff and, or his arms and lift us out of the briars or remove them out of the way and help the healing of those pricks and cuts and things that happen because we've chosen bad. But it all begins with, the Lord is my shepherd. So let's stand together prayerfully, and I'm going to read this prayerfully, and then I will close this, I will wrap up the first part of the, the, the message here. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, 
He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father God, come to us. If there are those here, the Lord, are just sheep and are wandering around, may they make you their shepherd, their Lord. May they surrender to you and your lordship, your shepherdness. And may we then find comfort in that surrender. That as you lead us and guide us, that you see beyond. You see where we're at. You see where we're going. You know how much we can handle. And when we go astray, we can ask forgiveness, repent, and come back. And you can bring healing. But Lord, may we be in a place of surrender and allow you to direct our paths, chasten us, to lead us in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. And realize that you love us. And when we're a child of the King, you are our shepherd and we should act like it. And Lord, we just pray that your comfort would be upon the hearers of this message, the hearers of your word, as they trust in you and make you truly the shepherd of the life, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.